The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What is this going to be? Moneyline. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm diddly With the two best hosts to ever do it. I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just, just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Just let me tell you how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Thursday afternoon action right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's time for Moneyline. I am Donnie Wrightside. He is Kevin Walsh. And we finally get the NBA back in our lives today. Full slate card. And here's what here's what I love, Kevin. Let me set let me set the table for this. Mm. These NBA players rested and ready for the sprint here, the unofficial start to the second half of the NBA season. You know what I'm expecting? LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers, right out of the gate. So you know what? Now we're ready after this break to start kicking some butt tonight in a monster matchup against the Warriors. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeBron got injured in the All-Star game. No, no, he so, did not. I mean, he really did. I, I got to say, you, you know, the expectation from, from you on this is exactly this, but it's not as if you could justify him missing the game for any other reason than he's actually injured, Donnie. So why don't you just leave it at that? Well, here's here, if you want to if you want to know what really happens here in these situations. I saw it here with Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. Knee issue, All Star game, brand bigger than the rest of my regular season and my teammates' thoughts. I got to be in the All Star game. I got to be in the starting lineup. I got to get the pictures taken. Probably got a brand new pair of shoes I'm trying to kick for Nike out there. So it's very important I'm there. And at the cost of it is, I'm not going to be able to rehab my ankle. Got a lot of parties to get to, a lot of standing around, a lot of making my ankle achy. Could have stayed home in Los Angeles. Could have kept my ankle up and caught off with a kickstart post-All-Star break and ready to go. But LeBron, once again, let me tell you, putting no, himself no, no, before the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. tell you this right now. Let me tell yeah. you this right yep. now, okay? If, if what you said is true, which it obviously mm-hmm. isn't. It is. The NBA would say, hey, LeBron. 
please don't miss the All-Star game. Please miss the first game back of the All-Star break. Please. And if LeBron missed the All-Star game, you would have been the first person to crush him over missing the All-Star game. Why isn't he there? What could he possibly be doing that's better? You said that you want LeBron suspended for 20 games for not doing the dunk contest. So you are fighting an uphill battle talking against yourself here, pal. Well, I mean, if LeBron didn't do the dunk competition but also sat the All-Star game out, I would understand. But in the whole grand scheme of being an NBA player, the All-Star game and its cachet and its parties are very important to these players, even at the expense of their own basketball team. That's an embarrassing look, to sit out before the All-Star break with an ankle injury, play in the All-Star game, and then sit the first game back in a big game, too, against the Golden State Warriors. When I saw that hit the wire yesterday, I was like, this is the NBA but Donnie, it came out. exactly the way the NBA comes off. Donnie, it came, Donnie, it came out that he was going to miss the game right away. Also, again, like we're talking about a 39-year-old player. Like it, It's just, I, I get it. Like You're always concerned over who's in and who's out more than anything else. Like You've been complaining the NBA hasn't been playing for three days now, and then you proceed to mm-hmm. watch zero games games tonight so I mean again like we can just keep wasting our time with this stuff but at the end of the day like it came out that he was going to miss this game on the day of the all-star game when he injured the ankle in the game he didn't injure again. He had an injured ankle before the All Star break, which is the perfect time for a whole week to stay at home rehab. But Donnie, you would have been the second first person the to kill him for not being not at the All Star game. Then no, oh, you don't do any of the festivities oh there. Nobody's going to kill anybody. But the fact that he knew he was injured and felt it was more important to play a couple meaningless minutes in an All Star game on a hobbled ankle, which would then cost him. And who knows? He might not even play the second game out of the break. Wouldn't you have loved as a Laker fan? Like you know what? Respect LeBron. Stayed home from the All-Star game, rehabbed up, and now we're ready to go in this 20-game sprint. Instead, which again, Joel Embiid's done this before. Played on a bad knee and couldn't play in in a couple games after the All-Star break. But these guys put themselves in. Sometimes I can't fault them, though, because it is a business. Being at the All-Star game more important than the rest of the Lakers season. Maybe in the business aspect of the NBA. I mean, Donnie, LeBron from a business aspect doesn't need any of this. does. I mean, he doesn't New need shoes, another. He doesn't pressure. need to earn. A, he doesn't need to earn another dollar for the rest of his life. So twentieth All Star uh, I mean, game, got to be there at all costs. No, you know, go to Indiana. No. And by the way, ratings, which I found interesting to this, lowest of all time outside of when last year. Goodness, man, what is the deal here? Like that All Star, five million people watch that All Star game. How do you forget about how to improve it here? Could it be better, Kevin, if they played it like back in the day, as I like to say, eighties and nineties afternoon on a Sunday? Get better ratings, do you think? Yeah, probably. Let's say a four o'clock start. Like, why don't we yeah. do that? But I mean, we talked about what if they just attach it to the that Pro Bowl Saturday, basically, and see if they can just well, not a Saturday, but you know, the the day before the Super Bowl, and just attach it that way. It's what's going to well, come we don't need anyway, right? Starts like when the the game was supposed to. I mean, eight o'clock is what they say. When did that thing tip off? Like eight thirty-five, eight forty. Like, that's why do we do the, that? But right, that's the problem, right? The first of all, I mean that that right there is a huge issue. The game tips off 
at 8.45. People mm. aren't staying up at 12. Like, people are like, ah, people turned it off because it wasn't competitive. No, people turned it off because they were going to bed, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, people aren't staying up. Like, that's not the NBA's primetime slate. The NBA's primetime that they attempt for on in terms of the weekend is Saturday night or Sunday at, like, 1 o'clock or 3.30. So they're not even operating in their own primetime window. Like, that's the NFL's primetime window, not the NBA's. Yeah, by the way, I think the dunk competition, too, back in the day, like those Jordan dunk competitions versus Dominique Wilkins, I think they were afternoon Saturdays, which, again, I'm not saying that would get better ratings at this point, but you got to wait around a long time to watch those games. And the joke for me was I didn't watch the All-Star game. I watched the pregame show, which is wild because of how long it was. I was like, man, this thing is never actually going to come on TV. And there wasn't any surprise. Everybody was upset about the All-Star game. The ratings are too, which, again, you know what I said about this? Good. Because you know what really happens now? The NBA upper management takes notice of this and goes, you know what? If 17 million people watch that All-Star game and bitched and moaned about how bad it was, they'd go, you know what, Kevin? 17, people, 17 million people watch. We're fine. I don't care how bad that All-Star game came off. They'll watch. But the reason that we're getting really bad ratings there, we'll force it to change. But again, it, what would change though? Let's just say, Kevin, they had a really good pickup style basketball game, 121-119. Would more people watch that though? Or are they just over the whole all-star game as it is. Well, I'll tell you this, Donnie. Ask the question to yourself. Would you stay up and watch it if you found out it was going to be competitive? It's it's a different. No. Like I'm never put it this way. No, no sport I'm going to watch all the way through to an all-star game. But I might even be intrigued to sort of watch, you know, a competitive game for a while. I'm not the like that the 18 to 35, whatever is that demographic they want. I'm in my mid 40s. I'm not the demographic we typically check out on everything at that point. But it would be somewhat more interesting if it was played at a normal NBA temple. Like, hey, this resembles a basketball game. I don't think we're ever coming back to the All Star Game. Just a matter of how long these actually will go. Let's get to the college basketball hardwood last night. Wild up. Upsets here taking place left and right. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card. Buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. 
If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Thursday afternoon here, Hot Topics all the way about. NBA back in our lives. Interesting college basketball last night. But you know what a topic? We had a good spirited conversation on this morning on the early line again. College football playoff because we're getting more snippets about they want to expand faster and maybe they could make it from 12 teams to 14 teams and 16 teams and 24 teams, whatever it may be. Every other division does have a large-scale playoff, FCS Division Two and Division Three. Just waiting on Division One to come around here, but it always finds me as a lightning rod topic on social media, which I love because I love the, the avenues that you can actually pursue. And it seems like there's a lot of traditional in college football, which I can't quite figure out why. So Ben and I were talking about this morning. He's more of a traditionalist. You know, I like the bowl season. And I always try to put like my best foot forward. Like You don't want to disparage the other side of the argument, but you try to put your argument in a better light. So usually we say, okay, we hear this, it dies back down, but the more news that comes out draws more people into the tent. And the argument on like X this morning that I was having, because you know some people would put out the national accounts, Pete Thamel and them, I'll comment under it. So my, the one I always like to start the conversation with is because most of the comments, ridiculous, ridiculous, can't add teams, stupid, ruining the sport. And you know what I do, Kevin, right away. Oh, man. You guys that hate this playoff, you can't stand March Madness. Wait, no. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not the same thing at this point. So let me start this conversation here just to start it down this path. If we're looking at an expanded college football playoff, just quickly, your thoughts on that, good or bad in your own mind, that we go from four teams to 12? Oh, I mean, obviously good. I mean, the, the whole notion of it was a bit preposterous considering it was a sport based around having a power five and they were only offering four available spots. So the current layout was always a, a bit misguided. Uh, I didn't know if, I, you know, 12 kind of caught me by surprise. I thought it would either mm-hmm. be eight uh, or 16. Uh, I don't think you go higher than 16. But going from, you know, up from four definitely uh, is a right decision. Now, answer me this question, too, because, again, just going back and forth, I, I, I don't think I'm wrong on this, but a lot of people are on the other side, but I can't understand why. So let's just say, let me go back to my childhood in the 1980s and 90s when we had a mythical national championship where a lot of times there'd be multiple undefeated teams and just who the press liked better said, nope, that's the national champion. Miami split a uh, championship with Washington. I believe Georgia Tech also might have split one with Washington as well. Just, just nonsense stuff at that point, right? Split national champions. Stop it. But that's the way it was. We couldn't even get number one to play number two in a bowl game basically until like 1987 when it was Penn State and when it was Miami and the Fiesta Bowl just came out of nowhere. It's like, we'll pay money to get one and two. Can you please come here and play? I'm like, you know what? This might make some sense. They got one of the biggest rating games in the history of sports. Because, like, oh, wow, Kevin, what a novel concept. One is going to play two, and the winner will actually be the national champion. So, as I move forward, my argument is let's just say, and I used Penn State today because you know I like to bang on Penn State. Like, every year to open the season, the minute that football is kicked off, Penn State has no chance to win a national championship because you know they're going to lose to both Ohio State and Michigan. So I put them in the equation. I say to myself, if I tell you right now as a Penn State fan, you go into the season going, you know what? 
We're going to make the college football playoff and play for a national champion, even though we're going to lose to Michigan and Ohio State. So, therefore, making sure that entire Penn State season is meaningful, even after they play Ohio State or Michigan. So I used that same terminology this morning when I was going back on some arguments to say, let's, like, let's be serious here. More teams in the playoffs means more games that matter in college football and more exciting, rendering it a more meaningful regular season. But, Kevin, I kept getting pushback. No, no, no. It means the regular season is zero. So, again, I go back to, let's just say, I don't know, 1989. Miami loses to Florida State in week three. They're done. Their season mm-hmm. is over. They can't win a national championship. But there's people out there telling me that's the much better scenario, and that's why the regular season means more. I can't get my head around it. Well, look, I will tell you, Donnie, though, there is a medium of it all, right? I mean, you know that I agree going from 4 to 12 does increase the amount of games that will matter. Look, at the end of the day, Donnie, Penn State might have still missed out on the college football playoff this year despite their losses. They might have still made it this year despite their losses, right? But I'm just trying to understand because obviously I'm kind of swooping into the debate you were having because I know you. Were you debating for a 64-team field or were you debating for a 12-team field? No, I was because the expansion, because I do think it lands at 24. I think it's the perfect number, and I think we'll eventually get there. It is about money. And that's I think that's said, oh, it's only money in college football. And you understand, like, it is about money in college football. If you tell the University of Florida State, hey, look, there's a really good chance you're going to get in the playoffs now every year. And, oh, by the way, we usually pay you $6 million a year if you make the playoffs. If we expand, there's more TV money, we'll give you 12. What college football team is going to say, no, we don't like that, let's go back to four? But just the theory on the process is I just care about things that mean something. And even again, it's, it's a very good correlation to when I was growing up. I loved bowl season, Kevin. Do you know why? Because bowl season, even though it didn't crown a national champion the true way, every one of those football teams played all of their starters in a game that you could look forward to. That's been sullied now. So the expanded playoff means more good football teams in the playoff, more teams that are going to care. Guys aren't going to say, you know what, I'm not going to, I don't really care about this game. Like, what was the one game we look at this year? Oregon and Liberty, right? Because that's going to be the one that's like, hey, look, in the future, it's going to be a waste. You had an Oregon team. Like, I don't care like that their starting quarterback played or not. That was a team that probably was like, all right, we'll, we'll play this game and we'll give it our best. But if it was Liberty versus Oregon in a playoff game, Oregon would have been so fired up and so excited for that football game and the fans would have cared about it more and you would have had a sellout crowd regardless of where it was at because it's a true, true playoff game at that point. So my whole thought process behind it is not necessarily, oh, well, you're letting this team in or this team's got two losses, it's not good enough. Like, just give me games at the end of the season where I'm not writing off because as we used to have it in the BCS era, what Kevin, did, like outside of like five games in the month of November, nothing mattered. Nothing. Now you're going to have an entire slate on November 7th. That will be unbelievably so much fun to watch because so many teams still having a chance to get in the college football playoff. Yeah, I think, again, there, it, it's going to be – Things will matter in a different way, is how I can put it. These people who feel that they are now ruining the college football playoff uh, or their uh, regular season, college football mm-hmm. regular season, is thing ever this ever. year Ohio State, when they lost to Michigan, their season ended. And people wish 
people are going to lose that. And you are going to lose that 100%. But the pushback that I've offered is there's no way the college football purists are now attempting to tell me that Michigan and Ohio State doesn't matter if <laughs> yeah, exactly. one of their seasons Correct. doesn't end the moment they play. I mean, and in fact, like if you want, now you could play that game maybe a little bit earlier on if, if you're so inclined. Again, like the, the game still obviously matters a ton. I will, I will say, though, Donnie, and I, you know, there's a level of expansion, but when you, when you get to 24, my hesitation there is, is it, college basketball, basketball and football are not the same. Right, like the NFL mm-hmm. does not put in as many teams as, although it's it's getting closer, obviously. Like as the NBA yeah, does, thirty two now. Yeah, right. Well, the NBA is currently sixteen out of thirty, which is a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those things for me though, DRS. Like if you're college football, you don't want too many because the other thing too, and you know this, Donnie, but people don't care about probably twenty four teams in college football. Now maybe they'll start to, right? But mm-hmm. I don't think there's twenty four programs, and you yourself, there's not twenty four college football programs you care about. You basically said you only really want to watch SEC football and Miami if yeah. you're good. Yes, but at the end of the day, though, like I like meaningful football. Like we're content guys, right? You tell me at the beginning of the week we got a 2014 playoff about to kick off this weekend. Even if it is, let's just say Colorado State, as I like to use, is one of those teams. It's still a playoff game. It's the same way we laugh, or I always laugh. Aha! The Texans in that first playoff game every single weekend. That's their spot because they're a boring football team. Not anymore. But I still watch it and absolutely love it because why? The game means something at that point. It's all about talking about people. Give me meaningful games. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card. Buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Here we go on a Thursday. Time to hit that college basketball hardwood. Huge card tonight, but some interesting games yesterday. And as Kevin would like to start, 
St. John's back on the map. Big win over Georgetown last night. Nick Patino, <laughs> message got through. They beat a tough Georgetown team on the road, and St. John's is back here. Do you agree? I imagine that you did not uh, catch the first half of that game. They mm. were up, Donnie. Uh, 19 points, right? So the first half spread there was five and a half. They were up 19. Mm -hmm. And they ended up allowing Georgetown to go on like a 14-2 run where they almost lost that first half cover. Uh, That would have been some miserable beat for anybody who had it. They ended up up seven at the break there. Uh, But I don't think they covered. Uh, the no. the nine and a half at some point ten point line. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, St. John's not back. And even worse, uh, Joel Soriano, uh, who's supposed to you know be their best mm-hmm. player. I took his PRA in a little ah, odds boost seven to one parlay, and I lost him by the hook and hit the other two. So actually, that game was a nightmare. Mm. I'll tell you what other game was a nightmare for DePaul. 3-23 overall in the season. 0-15 in the Big East. I took a shot in this game. And a lot of it was, yes, DePaul is horrendous. But I like the spot Marquette was in. I actually didn't trust the 26-and-a-half. Like, you know what? If they thump them, they'll be thumping them at the half. 59-29 at the half. They easily cover. Because it's very rare you catch, you know, your boy over here betting minus 14-and-a-halves in a first half. Because we all know how that plays out. You check the score with nine minutes to go, and it's like, oh, look at this. DePaul's got a three-point lead. You're like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever bet. But that wasn't the case. They opened up a can on DePaul right away in route to a 105-71 game, which also had an interesting stat line in this one if you're looking at Marquette. And that was, where is it? Let me just bring up the uh, the bottom line here at this point. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Kolek, 26 minutes, Kevin. He scores three points. You're like, what? Like, this guy's a sniper. Start. Eight. Assists, which you had Jones go eight from ten, eight for ten from the three point line. Amazing. Mm-hmm. 18 assists in a college basketball game. Which is, while that's awesome, a lot of people lost money on Tyler Kolek last night <laughs> if they're betting college player props. Yeah, let me tell you, half, before the game, Kevin, yeah, spot, 105. Take advantage. I tell you, they got 105 in a, in a basketball game. Kolek's got to be gold here. Yeah, he scored three, so 102 points were scored around him. Yeah, it's tough. But again, it was all him. Like, that's the thing. Like he didn't play. He played incredibly. Uh, he had 13 assists in the first half of that game. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. That's one. how it goes, that was nice. Man. That's how it goes. You saw the Kentucky loss. I did. We're going to get to that one. But enjoyable for you, Duke 84, Miami 55. I mean, those Hurricanes uh, out here playing good basketball. Man, that is no. I'm they're not you, playing good basketball. That they're is such. That basketball. is a team. That back-to-back seasons into the NCAA's Final Four runs, like, you know what? Miami just might be able to take the ACC this year. Like, it's a weak year. Yes, we know Duke is going to be decent. UNC, the same mm-hmm. thing. But Miami should be a player. 6-10 and ten yeah. now overall. They could be by close to 30. And it was one of those basketball games where it doesn't necessarily fit the criteria of, okay, ranked team, home team, this, that, you're supposed to win. Miami was a little bit off where it wasn't really that setup type situation. They didn't even show up. Like, this was a game where it's like, okay, no. if we win this, we will then go to 7-9 and nine in the ACC, top 10 victory late in the season, quad one, which is what you want to see. They get beat so bad, it's like, all right, we're playing for the NIT at this point. Yeah. Uh, if, if I mean, if that, though, right? Like, they're the kind of team, Donnie, whose expectations are too high. They'll skip the NIT altogether. 
Like those kids have Tough very team. little basketball left unless they win the ACC conference tournament. You know, that's a team like we said. You know, the, their last five games they'd lost four in a row, but three of them were on the road. The two home games were were a pair of covers, one against Vatech and one against UNC. The UNC cover was in a loss. You know, six and a half points is the type of number that you don't have to win that game to cover that number. I mean, and they just got blasted. Not only blasted in the first half, it just got worse. It got yeah. absolutely worked. I know they didn't have Nigel Pack in the game, but yeah. yep. still, it, it was it was ugly. Yeah, bad loss there. And by the way, I got a kick out of this one. I picked six games yesterday on the card. Uh, went four and two. Like in my favorite games, I picked three of them. Went two and one here. This is one of the games I lost. Penn State 90, Illinois 89. And quite frankly, I wasn't watching this game, but sort of like watching it like through the phone as I was paying more attention to Alabama, which we're going to get to in a little bit. But I was saying to myself, like, yeah, but I think Illinois is way better than this team. Like, they should roll in this game. Up, 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 up. Everything's fine. Everything's good. I checked the score, like, at the final just to see. I was like, yeah, I think they covered that game. And so they lost. I was outright shocked. And the jokes started coming from me. Like, they didn't even let, like, Penn State play in the Bryce Jordan Center, which is their big arena. Like, they moved them to, like, the backup auxiliary gym on campus, Recreation Hall, to play a team in the top 25 in the Big Ten. And they collapsed. Like, this was one of those games where you said, okay, if I have the Illinois, six and a half, seven and a half, whatever. Last minute, good. Just hold on to the basketball, get fouled. We're going to win this game by double digits going away. The the Illinois were so bad in that final minute. Like, it was almost like you're saying, like, if you have money on the game, like, you know what? Go out and lose this game. Just lose this outright because this is just disgraceful the way it played out. And it did that way. I can't believe when I saw the final score, Penn State won that game. But why was that game played at Rec Hall, Donnie? Because then all of a sudden it was like Penn State's last four times playing a ranked <laughs> opponent at Rec Hall's all win. Like, what was the location I don't know. change? I, I don't know. Because, like, it, I want to say that they had a prior commitment, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, it'd be like, hey, by the way, if you want to play, like, uh, I'm going to Eastern Michigan, it's like, hey, look, Bryce Jordan's going to have, I don't know, the, a big wrestling match. We're going to use, like, the Bryce Jordan for that. But again, like, attendance, 6,100 people were in that building. Like, Bryce Jordan would seat, like, you know, 18,000, 19,000 if they were getting that many to begin with, which I don't think so. But the fact that it wasn't even like, a, all right, uh, this bad basketball team has come into town and we can give it up for one game. Like, no, you had a really good basketball team in a Big Ten play, and you played at, like, the auxiliary gym. Really made me laugh. Yeah, totally. I just, uh, I don't know, that was odd when I saw that. Because it felt like one of those things, Donnie. Like, you know there's people who bet on that location. Like, wait, they're playing at the rec? Like, oh, I got to get involved. I got to get involved. It's tiny. I went to a uh, basketball game there in, I want to say maybe 1993. I saw Penn State play Indiana. Uh, small gym, crowd right on top of you. It's almost like the, the effect where they say, like, like you know, Duke, if they were smart, they would knock down Cameron Indoor and build a 15,000-seat arena and make more money. <laughs> and Duke goes, look, hold number one, we'll sell out every game wherever this 9,300 people is. And number two, isn't it about winning? Like, we're in Cameron because it's so wildly claustrophobic. It plays into us winning games. And sometimes when you go back to those claustrophobic environments like Rec Hall is, you do get a bounce. But they were getting beat the entire way through and yeah, somehow yeah, pulled yeah. that game out, which was a terrible loss. I think Shannon, Shannon 35 and 11, and they lost. It's probably like, you know what, man? I should just stay suspended here. Why don't even come back to these fools? Yeah, now that was a bad one, no doubt, for Illinois. But it, it's just, again, we're in this incredible college season, Donnie. Like, a top 10 team loses. Mm-hmm. What well, were they on the all road? The yeah, all right, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yep. It's totally yeah. irrelevant. Like, Donnie, last night, New Mexico, they beat mm-hmm. Colorado State. 
They didn't cover that number. They didn't even get close. That was an awful no. number. And yep. you know, so you see, and, and we don't talk about these enough, right? Ah, read lines. The opposite yeah, well, side. You, yeah. If you read that line, apparently New Mexico's going to win by 15. And spend they spent mm-hmm. most of that game not covering. So it's just it's a trash line. We're doing home court advantages worth five points. No, it's not. It's not worth five, six, seven points. It's outrageous. I'll tell you what was outrageous yesterday. Like, I wasn't buying into any numbers. Eight and a halfs go to tens. Florida, Alabama. You know my handicap on that game was. They're, they're going to frustrate him at the three-point three line. Did exactly that. Mm-hmm. Florida covering and or winning for basically 98% of that game. And I'm watching it come down the stretch, and I just look at that score. Even when Florida had the 83-80 lead, I'm like, this is perfect. Like, two-possession game, foul. Something crazy is going to happen. That game winds up with an unbelievable defensive play to end the game on a block, and they couldn't get the rebound and lay it back in. I go, I know where this is going. And here's what I did, which is what every single gambler does. Let me just watch real quick here in overtime. So it's a jump ball situation to half, which, of course, Alabama won. They go right down and lay it in. Next possession, Florida misses a three in and out. Kevin, I shut the game off right there wanted nothing to do with it. So then I'm just like, all right, let me just turn my notifications on from the Florida Gators account. One of them pops up where they're down seven. I'm like, are you – like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I'm basically getting – let's just call it nine and a half in this game if you wanted to take it and got that game late. And you're watching that going, let me get this straight. I was winning – forget about covering. No, no, I was winning the whole game. And I'm going to go to overtime and get blasted by double digits here. Thank goodness that didn't happen. 98-93, entertaining all the way through. Game goes over because you had to get to overtime so, with a I number mean, like that. That's the thing that I, I – like – I don't think about it often, Donnie, because I'm. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever bet a total under and had the game go to overtime and lose because of that. I don't think that's ever happened to me. That has to actually be the single worst way you can lose a wager, though, right? Yes. Like, yes. imagine you take you take under that monster number two, and it's like mm-hmm. you got like really like this thing had to get to overtime. Like, you have to be kidding me. Yeah, same same the way I was feeling because I had the eight and a half number from early in the morning, and even that, like I'm watching because I'm tuning in. I'm like, all right, look, oh, Florida can hold on to this. Florida has a nice little lead. Florida's got the lead yeah. at the half, led just about the entire way in the second half, including like the final six minutes in that game, had a decent lead. I'm like, this like handicap it perfect. The game goes to overtime, eighty five, eighty five. I'm like, what more can I do here? I hit this perfect, and yet you get the extended time, and you know how college basketball works out. Double bonus both ways because it's overtime and it's. Like, oh, this is going to be terrible. But it worked out. But it was a fun game to watch. It shows that, Lex, Alabama has firepower. Florida, even though 18 and 8 on the season and 8 and 5 down the SEC, still has the talent, which they can go a long way in the NCAAs. Uh, your boy, uh, Clayton Jr. Clayton. did have 27 and 8, but the fact of the matter is, I think he went like 4 of 16 from the three point line. Like, yeah. I think a couple more of those bad boys, maybe you win it. But I enjoy Look, cashing was the most important thing, but that was a fun brand of basketball for me. It was. This is a great game. Great game. Great games all the way through, which includes a game Kevin brought up yesterday here. Didn't pay too much attention this year to the A10. But if you're reading lines, K-Dub should have been reading last night. George Mason outright over Dayton. We'll talk about that and more next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Anybody lose money last night on those Dayton Flyers in the A-10? Coming to that game 11-2. George Mason on the road comes away 71-67. Holmes did have 26-7 and for the Flyers, but it wasn't good enough there. I haven't paid much. Usually I do. Like, it used to be the A-10 was big in Philadelphia. Why? Because it was Temple and, you know, the big city five would be. Some of those teams would be in there. I don't really pay all that much attention to... Uh, the A-10 again, but Dayton obviously was having a good season, got beat there. Where do we have them, by the way, lined up in Dayton, March Madness like here? Dayton four or five. I don't know if that's flipped. Five. Yep, looks like a five. And I think that's the up. I want to. Say, I don't know if it was updated today, but I did hit the refresh button, and it shows them on the five line. I don't think it actually said. Oh, wait, it does say it here. Oh, this is from 2021, I believe. So that hasn't been updated just yet across the board here. So Dayton Flyers go down. Did you bet that game at all? No, I knew you were asking about that yesterday. Yeah, I was just curious what you thought of Dayton. It's just yeah. not a team that we talk about a lot, but it's a mm-hmm. team that is going to get a high seed, you know, and, and, and they're going to obviously be there. We know that already. Yeah. They've been ranked inside the top 25 all year. Didn't take this game yesterday, Kevin. 17th ranked Kentucky on the road against LSU. LSU pulls off the win 75-74. to 74. The thing I was watching again this game is, I was like, man, Kentucky looks really good. Because I have my eye on Kentucky for a chance for a uh, – Maybe maybe a long distance flyer, right? We like to pick some of these. You know, hey, we'll take one or two or three teams here. See if you like it. See if they can let it rip. Last year, obviously, it took down the winner with UConn. But I'm seeing Kentucky in the first half playing really good basketball. And the last time I checked, it was like right away in the second half. Back to back three point shots for Kentucky. Right out of the gate, 15 point lead. Like, bam. You know what? Damn it. Like, Kentucky's going to win this game. Their number's going to drop. And I go back to that game 10 minutes later, like real time, not even like game time, 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Game's tied up. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And then LSU ends up beating Kentucky at the end here, which is so Kentucky, it absolutely hurts. Yeah, they've got a lot of losses to unranked teams in close fashion. Yeah. And, you know, some people have kind of taken it and be like, hey, listen, man, it's hard to extend on this team. They're going to be in every game. And that's true, but when you think about March Madness, you're basically playing unranked teams trying to avoid a a monster upset. And, you know, Kentucky very well looks right for the picking in in that fashion, which is very concerning because John Calipari is going to be fired if this team does not make the Sweet 16. Mm. I don't really see any way that doesn't end up the outcome for Calipari. Where does he go, Louisville? 
Where's he on the I don't know what he, he does. Fired? I mean, does he does he Play go ever does he ever do the NBA route, or do you think he just has to stick college? Would they want him to do the NBA route at this point, though? I don't know. I, I guess maybe when he worn off a little bit, guys there like every year at such a high level, it felt like the NBA was maybe going to become a thing at some point. Um, I mean, he's still going to. I mean, he's going to send you know multiple lottery picks again. You know, uh, this year with Reed Shepard and Rob Dillingham. So, but I, there's a lot of jobs. Not DJ open. Wagner. But, after that game last night, DJ's not going pro. <laughs> DJ's What's not. He playing with LeBron. Well, the, cra- that's, that, the, the crazy thing is, Donnie, is for Cal, a lot of the the top top freshmen he brought in have not really lived up to the full expectation, like DJ Wagner or Justin Edwards or Aaron Bradshaw. They've they've not been what was promised, which has been uh, now again. There's no excuses. Cal's incredibly deep, and you got to get a lot out of these guys, and he's not. At the moment, but UCLA could come free. We know that, right? Louisville is, I, I guess, but that's such a. I don't know if that's the right step if you're Cal, from Kentucky to Louisville. That seems, yeah, right. Or, or he might be one of those where you know any single network in college basketball would snap oh, sure. him up immediately to put on their broadcast. And then what does he do at that point? Snipes the next year, the best job, that will be mine. Let me just get prepared for it, and away we go at this point. Put together my staff for a year. We're not rushing into just getting another job. So some things like that could happen. But Kentucky's so promising and so talented. But these are the games that leave you scratching your head, which, again, makes them intriguing. You'll get a pretty good price come March Man. Let's get to the phone lines here real quick. 844-843-6879. The X-Man's calling in. Great state of Virginia on a Thursday. You know he's got tickets for us. What's up, X-Man? That's right. I got a hot ticket. Uh-huh. Back to Kentucky. Don't don't pick Kentucky, man. This year, last year, year before, year before that, year uh-huh. before that. Calipari overrated. Like, if it wasn't for Derrick Rose... I mean, he built him up to that level. To, and But, okay, all right, I got the pick. I got yep. the picks. We got two hockeys. We got mm. Dallas Stars and Regulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Regulation. All right. We're doing the NBA. Yep. The Clippers on uh-huh. the money line. And Jalen Brown shooting guard, Boston Celtics, 20 points, 15 to 1. Wow. 15 to 1, K Dub. NBA's back in our lives. X Man paired it up on the ice as well. What do you think about that? Can't get mad. Celtics' heavy favorite tonight, too. Yeah, eight and a half on the road. Donnie, narrative Jason Tatum over after calling himself the best player in the NBA has to back it Mm. up. No, see, I like where X-Man's going. Jalen Brown heard Jason Tatum say that and goes, oh, yeah, you think you're the best going out? We're going to go toe-to-toe tonight, cooking on each end, nobody passing each other the basketball, Mm. one-on-one type style tonight for the Celtics. That's what we're looking forward to tonight. By the way, Sixers play tonight, Kevin. You know what I love in that game? Number one, I do think Tyrese Maxey gets his points prop. But number two, Buddy Heal has turned into Chris Paul somehow with assists. He's only four and a half tonight, Kevin. Like, I'm walking right into that trap with the over four and a half. I think you play the points plus assists, though, Donnie. Points plus assists is basically 22 and a half. It probably makes sense. Yeah. Or 21 and a half. I mean, Don, he's averaging 22 and a half points with six and a half, seven and a half assists since joining the team. So I would would play both of them, Donnie, and hope he continues to explode through one of the categories. 
Yeah, I'm, dig- they- I'm digging on them a little bit tonight in that overall aspect of it. But good night last night in college basketball. The other one we see with the good one out in the Mountain West, which I lost on this one. It's my second loss of the night. I should have just taken Colorado State with the points, but I'm like, you know what? I like the pace in this game. I took a team total over 74 and a half. And of course, Kevin, this is the game I couldn't get overtime in. Close bucket game for the final five minutes. 68-66 New Mexico, that unranked team at home, knocking off Colorado State. It was a good game overall, but I just needed a little bit more points there. But a big win for New Mexico. And look, Mountain West is good. Mountain West is a very deep conference this year. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. The Mountain West, a lot of people are trying to figure out how yeah. many teams will they get in. Mm-hmm. Four mm-hmm. guaranteed, maybe as many as six, uh, which mm-hmm. would be impressive. Depends how the conference tournament breaks out. We know that. Should be a good one here. Let's get to the phone lines again. 844-843-687. Now the Moose, he's loose on a Thursday edition of Moneyline. What's good there, Moose? I tell you what's good. It's called uh, Big Ten and some homemade ricotta with some rigatonis, mm. pounds of sausage, pounds of lean. You bet. You bet. Casseroles in. It's raining back here. So we're going to hash that and some homemade garlic bread to go on top of that. So, and you mm. bet some gravy. So I'm, I'm staying in the Big Ten tonight, okay? Big Ten homers. So mm-hmm. I like Minnesota to cover. Love Minnesota to cover, okay? I love Purdue. Mm-hmm. All right? Rutgers. And then the third, the third one, that, oh, I'm driving, it's raining. I forget what the third uh, Big Ten. Um, let's see, we got Minnesota, we got Ohio State. We got a little Northwestern. Purdue. Who you got out there? Yes, yes, Northwestern. You bet. There you go. Yeah, because I, I believe Michigan's going into Northwestern, aren't they? Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yep. Michigan's so bad. I love those three games. <laughs> Going to parlay those three together. Uh, obviously, the Buckeyes coming off a big win. Obviously, Purdue coming off their loss. And Michigan, that team up north. Well, there's that team up north. So you guys have a great mm-hmm. day. Stay safe. We'll talk to you later. There you go. There you go. All right, man. Staying safe out there on the at the wheels. By the way, watching in the uh, background here on ESPN, they're listening to games of the year. You know what the highlights are coming up right now for the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles when the Eagles great were game. the best team in the NFL and Jalen Hurts was the best player in the NFL. Ooh, what happened after that? I don't know. I don't know. Can't put my completely fingers. fell apart. My goodness. Completely my fell goodness. apart. All right, NBA action tonight, Kevin. It's back. Yes. Everybody's excited. It's going to lead every show here on the network today. A lot of energy put in. Massive card. Mm-hmm. Give me your betting approach tonight to these guys parting in Cabo, as Doc likes to say, and now coming back into the fold. Yeah, I think you got to be really careful, right? Because not mm-hmm. every trend is going to apply. I think yep. you know if there are certain narratives that you're comfortable with, be comfortable with mm-hmm. them, right? And I think for me tonight, and look, this is all each his own. I'm probably going to go a little bit lighter, maybe not in terms of number of picks, Donnie, but Mm -hmm. in terms of the actual risk amount on each wager, just to, you know, make sure I feel as if I've got everything, you know, situated uh, and and figure out some things. Because I'll give you an example, right? Like Luka Doncic has got back-to-back games without scoring uh, 30-plus points, which is a rarity for Luka. But those games also happened a week ago, and since then he's been at the All-Star game. And, you know, does that all apply? So it's tough to say. You know, it's not as confident when we hit, you know, mid-March and we're back in the groove of things. 
Yeah, man, growing over a couple of the games there, Lakers and the Warriors, obviously that line ballooning up with the LeBron James with the Warriors now, a six-point favorite there. There are some big lines, too. Kings minus 10.5 against the lowly San Antonio Spurs. The Denver Nuggets, 15-point favorites over the Washington Wizards. So there are a couple monster numbers. Looks like Paolo Boncaro probably going to miss the game tonight. Is that line now sits at 8.5 as a dog price for the Orlando Magic against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Indiana Pacers favored by a dozen over the Detroit Pistons. It's good, though, that the NBA didn't slow play this coming back, which you see right. sometimes in professional baseball, where it's like, hey, all right, All-Star breaks up. All right, three-game slate tonight. No, they're yeah. getting back, and also, they're not just laying out like bad games. you got a couple pretty good games here, which including maybe the game of the night, Oklahoma City Thunder and the Los Angeles Clippers, a one-point favorite for OKC at home. A lot of do Because, again, you're talking about that game, sprint to the finish here. OKC wins that, man. That's big. Clippers win that. That's big the other way around. Yeah, that's a, it's a big game. I think it's interesting to, to see where that line is positioned. I think you could certainly label it uh, as respect for uh, the L.A. Clippers because OKC mm-hmm. being at home, you would expect maybe a bit of a stronger line, but obviously not the case, not what we've, we've been given here overall. Um Kawhi sat out the game right before the break, but obviously played in the All-Star game. So I guess Kawhi uh, is a full go. But I, I thought that you know he's an interesting one to watch, I feel, heading into tonight's slate. Maybe he needs the extra day off to get ready and see how it goes at that point here. You also got the uh, Phoenix Suns tonight in a good battle against the Dallas Mavericks. That game, only a one-and-a-half-point favorite for the Mavericks. I don't think Bradley Beal is going to play tonight. Is that right? I think it's still Booker. See, that's kind of the the issue because, you know, he's questionable. Sabonis was doubtful. He's upgraded a questionable. So, you know, it gets difficult sometimes, Donnie, to kind of finalize these cards for an NBA slate when you just have so much uncertainty on the board. Yeah, no, there certainly is, but it'll be back tonight. Almost, and you're right, like a buyer beware on a couple of these games because they're still being impacted with the same sort of scoring we anticipate. Pacers, Pistons, right out of the break, two forty six. Suns, Mavericks, right out of the break, two forty four and a half, two thirty five and a half. Clippers in the OKC Thunder, Lakers in the Warriors, even though LeBron two forty two and a half. Kings, Spurs, two forty two. So we're still expecting these nights, but I do. There are some instances where it's like, hey, you know what? Take it easy. Coming in, I do think the Boston Celtics hammer the Chicago Bulls. Just in that simple fact is, all right, NBA teams know the sprint is now on. You don't want to come out after the break here with a lackluster performance and take a loss against a team you should beat. They should be rested, ready, and certainly ready to go at this point. So there you go. The NBA back into our lives. A couple callers calling in with some parlay action. I'm hitting the Philadelphia 76ers with a couple prop bets tonight. And away we go. One more segment left right here on a Thursday afternoon edition of Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. You didn't notice here. College football 25 coming back with EA Sports. 11,000 athletes will get $600 a pop uh, for the season. So if you play college football for four years, 600 bucks a year, not bad. You're in the game. You get a free copy of it. And here's the thing I took out of it most, Kevin. All 134 FBS schools have agreed to be in the game after the final holdout was Notre Dame. I mean, get, just leave them out of the game. Nobody gives a damn if Notre Dame is in that football game or not. So my takeaways here, it's good that it's coming back. I would have played it if I was younger in my age. It would be a lot of fun because I thought it was an interesting game overall. It hasn't been around because of name, image, and likeness. It's good that it's coming back, and it looks like the people are excited. Are you excited for this? Will Joe Lisi be excited for this? I have no idea about Joe Lisa. I feel like you can definitely get him to play it, but I don't think he'll be mm. purchasing it. Uh, I'll yeah. definitely be buying it, though. I look forward to it. It'll be a good time. Now, in that extended hour for college football today, what's the chances yeah. that one of those side TVs can be hooked up to one of those with Lisey screaming at the quarterback for not making the right reads? Lima, he's mean, on the uh, controls. Uh, yeah, no, I think gutless. I mean, the best yep. would be playing against him, Donnie, and his play calls mm-hmm. would be so predictable. Yes. I already know what he's doing here. Ask exactly. Lisey if he's betting any props in on his guys in Madden, <laughs> and you'll be able to figure out what he's going to do. It like it even more. Lacey, by the way, this team doesn't run the football. Well, you know what? Now it's time to get the ground game going and on track at this point here. Third and 25. And he'd be like, listen, I, I mean, maybe a screen pass here. Certainly yep. nothing deep. Nothing down To the field. third string running back, yes. Change yep. the tendencies. Joe, this guy hasn't caught a pass all year. This game is going to be big in the passing game. So mm-hmm. let that bad boy roll out. But EA Sports is back. And that means, look, most of the kids probably like, look, just put me in the game. Like, the 600 bucks is nice, but we just want the game back so I can play as myself. If we hear any holdouts, because it looks like oh, it's been agreed to on the terms of the players still have to opt in. Man, let me hear about somebody opting. Uh, I don't think it's enough. I'm going to hold my name out. Just like back in the day, Michael Jordan would do with these basketball games, and he would just be blacked out and called names like Air All Night. Oh, that's Michael Jordan. Those names Air All Night in this basketball game. Mm-hmm. Tremendous stuff once again on a Thursday. We'll be back for another edition, a weekend edition on Friday. Stay tuned for much more before program right here on the grid. We're out of here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.